0: Hello and welcome to Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. It's exactly 75 days since the independent National Electoral Commission, INEC, launched an online portal for eligible voters to register. With 529 days left to the much anticipated 2023 general elections, have Nigerian youths who have been filling the social media space with a clamor for a better Nigeria seize this opportunity to help practicalize what they have been saying? Let's talk to a couple of Nigerians.
1: I suppose the greatest issue that I'm currently facing with regards to the PVC is a feeling of general apathy as regards whether or not having a voter's card really generates into being able to effect change on a larger scale. I look at the pool of candidates that are currently at play for the 2023 election, and it doesn't necessarily fill me with hope about what the future brings with regards electoral politics. When you add to that the current bills that have passed through the Senate, whether that is the electronic voting bill, which saw an untimely death, or the simple fact that they are currently um, considering increasing the number of states across the nation, uh, I think an additional 20 states, um, or the fact that they um, increased the, um, the fees payable for an application form. Um, which to me kind of defeats the purpose of the not-too-young-to-run bill several years ago. Um, If you've lowered the age for which people are able to enter politics, but you now raise the cost, and the cost was already exorbitantly high, uh, especially for a country with such low income levels. Um, Yes, uh, I do understand that the only way for us to see change is for, for us to continuously take part in the democratic process. But I'm starting to consider whether the democratic process um, truly ends at the voting ballot. There must be more that I should be able to do as a citizen besides just vote, because at least in the past two elections, voting really hasn't given us any of us what we wanted.
2: My name is Mukhtar Halilu Modibo. I work for Connected Development as a Community Engagement Officer. I don't have a PVC now, not because of anything, but because I feel my vote will not be count a whole lot of people have been thinking that that way and i feel that way too now being in the development space have made me mandatory for me to have that pvc so during the last election i actually participated as uh, an observer and during the voter registration i was not in the country that did not enable me and that has been a a, a fight i've been fighting for the government to allow the people in diaspora to be able to vote as well as to be able to register for the the pvc so will i vote if i have pvc uh, i have a doubt around it but because um you know things always change and i believe in transformation of system i will actually vote if i have pvc and i'm taking it upon myself to to go and register for pvc and have one so that i will vote vote in the forthcoming election come 2023 and i call on all young people like me to also do that so that we can have the leaders we want
0: those when are youth who don't have their voters card speaking but there are some who have taken a different course some who have gotten theirs and even voted in the previous elections Let's listen to them.
3: Hi, my name is Nabil Osman. I first became eligible to vote before the 2015 elections. I never got the chance to vote because I didn't get my PVC, but I made sure that I was going to do that for the 2019 elections. I was able to register because the registration office wasn't too far from where my house was. It was actually a two-minute walk. I went there with my brother. We spent a few hours there because, of course, the line was long, but outside of that, it was pretty straightforward and we were able to pick up our PVCs much later. It wasn't too much of a problem at all. On the day of uh, the general elections, my polling unit was about a two-minute walk from my house. I left the house as early as 8 a.m. I wanted to be able to do everything quickly, but I ended up being there till sometime between the hours of 1 p.m. and 2 p.m a big reason why was because the smart card reader they were using to verify the line for the women was acting up so for every five six men that voted you had just one woman who was voting so it was a bit of a problem um i felt it was i had a sense of responsibility you know i had to vote at the general elections it was something that i just had to do and i couldn't keep talking about it and since it was my first experience I definitely wanted to have that particular experience. Um, I don't know if young people are really excited about elections. I think that they feel a bit defeated before they even go to the polls and that tells us that we need to be a lot more involved in the electoral process before uh election day i think that's where most of us actually miss it so a lot of people have their voters card just because they want a form of identification um we need to be a lot more engaged with the political parties with INEC as the the electoral umpire with the country as a whole and understand that it's a sense of duty a sense of that we need to imbibe that sense of responsibility ultimately
4: My name is Ibrahim Farouk. I am a program manager at Yaga Africa. I am a young person and I am registered to vote. And I voted in the 2015 elections. However, because of work, I was not able to vote in the 2019 general elections. But I have my permanent voters card and I look forward to voting in the 2023 general elections. Um, even though I live in a state not where I registered to vote, I look forward to taking advantage of the INEC website which is cvr.inecnigeria.org to transfer uh, my registration from where I was registered previously. Um, to where i currently live so that i can participate in the elections and participating is very important especially for us as young people we make up more than 65 percent of the population but we are not represented in those decision making spaces either in the national assembly if you look at the senate and the house of reps or the state houses of assembly across the country we do not have enough young people so it is very important the pvc is actually the only form of identification that you can get free of charge and very easily but it is the most important um, form of identification you can get from the Nigerian government. Let us not fold our hands, let us not just sit down and wait, let us go out and register and let us come out and vote in 2023.
0: Those were young Nigerians who have their voters card. How effective is this online registration and how encouraging is it for the youth to get actively involved? Matia Umur, speaks with National Commission and Chairman, Information and Voter Education Committee of the INEC, Festus Okoye.
5: INEC is the only organ, the only commission that is vested with the power and authority to conduct the registration of voters and also update and revise uh, the uh, uh, voters' register. Under Section 118 of the Constitution and Section 160 of the Constitution, we are not accountable and we do not report And no other agency supervises the commission when it is carrying out this uh, issue of registration.
0: So, does this mean that if I have this registration done online, I don't have to do it again when I have to go for my PVC? What
5: you are doing online is what we call pre-registration. You put in all your basic information in the online portal. Now, after you complete the online portal, you are given something like a receipt. You have to take this particular receipt uh, to. Uh, either our state office or any of the local government offices to complete Mm -hmm. your registration. We have to capture your fingerprints and we have to capture your patients. That is the only time you complete your registration. The moment we capture your fingerprints and your biometrics, then we give you a receipt. In the next month or so, we are going to carry out what we call Mm -hmm. claims and objections. At the end of these claims and objections, we will produce what we call the supplementary voters register, and then integrate it with the main voters register, and then give the people who have registered their permanent voter card. And then we continue with the next quarter or two next year when we will stop the issue of a continuous voter registration and prepare for the twenty twenty three general election.
0: Okay, so one last question, sir. There have been complaints about queue in voting centres in the polls, and uh, all other complaints from young people and even not young people. What is INEC doing right now? What is INEC doing differently to make the twenty twenty three election free of all of this complaints from Nigerians?
5: Well, uh, w- one of one of the big things we have done as a commission is to make access to the voting centers less problematic, less crowded, and less challenging, especially for the young people. How was this done? Yes, yes, this commission made a total of um, before. Unit. And for 25 years since 1996, no new pooling unit had been created. After the time these polling units were created, the total registered voter population of Nigeria was 50 million. We went into uh, the 2019 election with a total voter registered population of 84 million. So what we have done is to create additional pooling units in Nigeria. And that is why, as of today, we have a total of 176,846 new pooling units. In other words, we created an additional six thousand eight hundred and seventy-two uh, polling units. So we have moved this, some of these polling units away from where they are and taking these polling units closer to the people to make it possible uh, for people to vote at a polling units that are closer to them. Uh, secondly, this online registration portal is also has another way of encouraging the young people uh, to, to 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 register to vote. So we are doing our own best at an internal level to make sure that we make the voting process
0: less seamless and a pleasant experience for every Nigerian. That was Festo Sokoye, INEC National Commissioner and Chairman, Information and Voter Education Committee. You are listening to Nigeria Daily. We'll be going on a short break. Do stay. It's enlightening, it's incisive,
1: it's analytical, it's
0: entertaining,
1: it's educating,
0: it's The Bearing, a podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Welcome back, this is Nigeria Daily and we're talking about the attitude of young Nigerians towards voting and the electoral process. Without a doubt, PVC is the key to electing credible and responsible leaders. But why are the youths not willing to obtain the key to elect these credible leaders, using the right attitude and approach when they shout more than most about the need for change? Dr. Tuku Abdukado, a political analyst, speaks with Bill Kisu Ahmed on
6: this well it depends on how you look at it um, there is a growing trend generally from 2003 to date uh, on voter apathy and youth cannot be an exception the majority of the voters in the country are gradually turning their backs you know to polling units there is a growing disenchantment and disenlodgment about the state of affairs in the country. From 2003 to date, and uh, when you look at the percentage of voters in last year's election, it also shows a glaring you know, uh, presence of uh, voter apathy in Nigeria's uh, election. Mm. And uh, we have to look at some of these reasons that I have earlier mentioned as possible causes for the uh, apathy and disenchantment. So youth are an integral part of Nigeria and uh, so they cannot be an exception.
7: Okay, do you feel this impact if youths vote and not vote in the country? Well,
6: I am often I'm yet to be convinced about the centrality of demography in politics. Uh, apart from uh, the fact that if you have demographic uh, demography Power, you win election. Mm-hmm. Some people talk about youth, some people talk about in Babangidas, uh, days, uh, you know, use the so called new breed and old breed, and it led us to nowhere other than destruction. Okay. But youths, uh, whether we like it or not, they are supposed to be the fulcrum upon which any political system should be built on. And uh, if they are either relegated or sidelined, definitely uh, it shows that we, we might be heading for a gloomy, you know, future. Because they are the future leaders and they should not be sidelined but unfortunately I, are they also helping matters as they are part and parcel of the challenges that the devils our country today. how in on many accounts uh, yeah. uh even on some of these organizations that you see all most of them talking either on the pages of newspapers or electronic media sure. everywhere you find them talking but uh, at the end of the day they are either on the payroll of some of the corrupt people. They are either acting out someone else's scripts. Almost every time, they are hardly independent-minded, and they are hardly motivated by commitment to the ideals of national goals. They are also as rotten as our elders, all of us. So it's a systemic problem.
7: Okay, so what would you advise the youth to do differently to be at the helm of affairs and? take the lead, especially... They cannot take in the lead
6: in leadership because you don't just uh, relegate all other segments of the population simply because you are on that 30 or you are on that 20, you know? But mm. uh, they should be part and parcel of the struggle for good governance in the country. And they should uh, shun some of these tendencies. And this applies to those that are educated and, of course, the millions that are, uh, you know, roaming around our cities and villages that are used as thugs and uh, hooligans by the... Uh, politicians all of them the educated and those that are related it's a clarion call to all of them they should wake up from their slumber
7: okay so but you feel their votes if they stand up and go to vote their votes will surely count
6: every time I'm convinced that uh, especially from 2015 Mm. and to a large extent in 2019 votes now count we should understand that it has nothing to do with demographic composition it's a national issue and uh, all of us are to blame, but we sh- nobody should think that uh, one segment of the population should be sidelined, and the other one takes charge. No, we I- have to put our heads together
7: okay. and I think salvage you- the situation. Okay, you were not really specific about the question I asked on what should the youth do differently to make sure their votes count?
6: Well, what they should do differently is for them to redefine their priorities. They should not be unnecessarily materialistic and they should not waste away their precious time and energy on green you know,
0: that was dr Tuku Abdukadu, a political analyst to make a difference in the longer term it is essential that young people are engaged in formal political process and have a say in formulating today's and tomorrow's policies youth should translate their anger into participation in the electoral process And that brings us to the end of this episode of Nigeria Daily. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production, and remember that it is open for sponsorship and advert placement. You can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com and on bosssprouts.com. You can also listen in on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and TuneIn Radio. If you have questions or comment or intend to sponsor an episode of the Nigeria Daily, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. Better still, you could also send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. Thank you for listening and bye for now.